day in the life of our church. We celebrate Heritage Sunday today. On Heritage Sunday, we recognize those members of our church who have been members of Central for 50 years or more. We do have some people today who reached that 50-year mark, and we will celebrate them as, along with all of our Heritage members uh, as part of our worship today. On the way in, you may have noticed a stack of Bibles on the usher's table. If you don't have a Bible and you'd like one, or you know someone who needs a Bible, please take one. That's what they're there for. Uh, I hope on the way in also you received a bulletin. If you'd like to find some ways to connect with God through Central, that is an excellent place to begin. So I hope you'll read the bulletin, maybe find some ways to connect with God. And those of you worshiping this morning with us by radio, I encourage you to visit our church website, centralmethodist.net. There you'll find an online version of our bulletin as well as a way that you can sign up for emails about different things going on in the life of our church. We are continuing to receive backpacks for our Costa Rica mission trip, which leaves in just a few days. Uh, so that is a wonderful mission experience and trip that this church is able to uh, support that we haven't been able to do for a couple of years. But our group is leaving on the 11th, and you can leave those backpacks in a, contain, in a basket in the commons. Also, reminder that this coming Wednesday, June 8th, beginning at 530 we will have a, uh, a, a, a celebration celebrating uh, the six years that Reverend Derek Cattenhead has been with us. Reverend Dr. Derek Cattenhead has been with us and, uh, in ministry and as we send him forth to a new ministry location. Uh, just an opportunity to give, to show Derek and his family our thanks and appreciation. Also, mark your calendars for June 29th which from 5.30 to 7 in the Davis Christian Life Center, we will have our annual Spirit of Central celebration. Uh, dinner and musical entertainment will be part of that program. And as we gather for prayer today, uh, as we gather for worship today, we're open to the presence of God with us. So let us now be pre open ourselves to Christ's presence as we worship him in spirit and in truth.
We will sing to the Lord as long as we live. God sends forth the Spirit, and all is made new.
And now while we are standing, let us say what we believe. We'll use the Apostles' Creed found in Selection 881 in your hymnal. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. I invite you to pray with me the colic found in your order of worship. Almighty God, from whom every gift and grace does come, let the brightness of your Spirit warm our cold hearts and light up our dark minds, that we might know and follow your way of salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Welcome this morning to worship. It's so good to see you here. And for those of you that are joining us by way of radio, we are very glad also that you're together with us for worship. I would like to ask you to find your pew pad found at the end of your pew and go ahead and write your name down and greet your neighbor and hopefully you'll meet someone new today and get to know them. I want to invite you all to join us in all of our ministries this week. And um, also, that if you're interested in joining Central Church, we want to talk with you about any questions you might have or give you any information you need. Just call one of the clergy this week or see us after the service. We'd love to talk with you about joining Central and now I will turn it over to Reverend Smith. I invite any children who would like to go to um, Children's Church to leave with Miss Jenny at this time. But today as we recognize our heritage members, those people who've been members of our church for 50 or more years, uh, I would ask anybody who this is their 50th year, if you would meet me down front uh, at this time. Come on down. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just y'all at this service. 
But I, as the as 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 the Brigmans are coming down, I would ask if you are a a 50 year plus member and you're here this morning, if you would uh, stand where you are, as you're able. Well, friends, we have a a pen that we give to our our 50-year members, and we are grateful for your 50 years of ministry and service here at Central. Friends, let us pray together. Almighty God, you've raised up servants to proclaim the gift of salvation and a life of holiness. For those who who came before us to make us who we are, who have made Central what it is and served you through this congregation, we give you thanks. We praise you for women and men, young and old, who have given themselves in service to your Son through the church, whose commitment and vision advance the mission and ministry of the church, and in whose steps we follow. Bless these we recognize today, and make them to know our thanks and appreciation. We pray in Christ's holy name. Amen. Thank you, friends. And congratulations.
Our scripture reading today is from the book of Acts, the second chapter, verses 1 through 21. Hear now the word of God. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today we wrap up the Sundays, these last few Sundays. We've been reading our scripture lessons for our sermons from the book of Acts. And today is the last of those, which... Interestingly, we end the series on Acts at the beginning of the book of Acts. But it ends with this story today, this account of Pentecost. And today is one of those special days in the Christian year on the church's calendar. It is the day of Pentecost. Pentecost is the 50th day after the ascension of Jesus. At his ascension, Jesus said, I will be with you always. And we, and this, what we read about today is how Jesus is with us always. The disciples were gathered there in an upper room, a place where they had met with Jesus as they were instructed to wait in Jerusalem for the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
And as they're gathered in that place, we see uh, Luke in the, who wrote Acts describing what they experienced as a, a rush of wind entering the room, tongues of fire over their heads, their way of trying to understand something that they could not explain but that was very much happening to them. And we believe that is the sort of, uh, that is the Holy Spirit of God, God's spiritual presence with us always, Christ's continuing presence with us always, entering the world and entering the lives of the disciples. It's considered the church's birthday. So happy birthday. Because it is from the Pentecost that the disciples, empowered by the Holy Spirit, were given the, the, the gifts and the empowerment that they needed to take the gospel of Jesus Christ from Jerusalem to the rest of the world. That's symbolized by, in the, in the very real miracle that happened when the disciples received the gift to speak languages they didn't already know. It would be as if I woke up this morning suddenly able to, to speak Russian. And that meant I was supposed to go to Russia and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. It helps when you're trying to in, communicate with people if you speak their language. And the disciples received this ability to speak other languages. And we see that all these people from all over the world who were gathered in Jerusalem for a religious festival were able to hear the truth about Jesus Christ from the disciples speaking the truth of Jesus Christ in their own language. It is a miracle. And it is a big deal. I think it's fitting that for us, Pentecost Sunday falls on Heritage Sunday when we recognize those folks in our church who've been members for 50 years or more, but it also calls to mind for us all who came before us, all who have called Central their church home, those who professed their faith in Jesus for the first time in the context of this faith community those who've received baptism and become part of Christ's church, those who've served in mission and ministry through Central, those who've been Christ's hands and feet through Central. All of these things we're able to do because the Holy Spirit is with us and empowers us and leads us. The Holy Spirit is Christ's continuing presence with us, inspiring us and enabling us to be His hands and feet. And when we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit's power and presence, we are able to, to get out of the way and let God use us to advance His mission and His ministry. Whenever I come to this feast, this day of Pentecost, I always am put in mind of a Pentecost 22 Pentecosts ago. I was struggling at that time with what I thought might be a call to ministry but wasn't sure. And I sat in the congregation of Trinity United Methodist Church on Augusta Road in Greenville. And our pastor was preaching a Pentecost sermon. And to this day, I can't tell you what his point was exactly. But it was as if it was just the two of us, him and me, in that room. As I heard him preach about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit empowers us to take the good news of Jesus Christ to a world that needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. 
And I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit that day. So much so that it was kind of funny as Ellen and I got ready to leave, as we were leaving church that day, and we got in the car, and as soon as the doors closed, Ellen said, did, did, did John's sermon say anything to you today? I said, yup. So she heard it too, but she heard it about me, which makes it different, I guess. Friends, the Holy Spirit is with us. And God's call to us and God's offer to empower us for God's purposes by, with, through the Holy Spirit, it's not unique to me. It's not unique to those of us who were called to ordain ministry and have heard a call in that way. It is to all Christians to serve God in the world. The Holy Spirit is God with us, empowering us and calling us to be God's people out there. To be like Peter was in this morning's scripture reading and share the good news of Jesus Christ. Peter certainly acted unexpectedly. He and the other disciples were able to speak in languages they didn't know. And just as God called them, just as God has called people who wear robes on Sunday morning. God calls you. God calls each of us. God calls all who he has made and blessed to be part of his church to share the gospel. Our job, those of us who wear robes on Sunday morning, is to help the church do that. To help us be people who spread the good news of Jesus Christ. It's, I think it's noteworthy that Peter stood up and shared his experience of Jesus on that Pentecost morning without ever having done a day of seminary. He didn't know everything, but he knew what he needed to know to be able to communicate the truth of the gospel. He knew what he needed to know so that the Pentecost was the spark that began the Christian movement as it left Jerusalem and traveled to the four corners of the earth. What he did was open himself to the Holy Spirit's leading. What the other disciples did was open themselves to the Holy Spirit's leading. What Christian people have done throughout the centuries is open themselves to the Holy Spirit's leading so that God will lead us and direct us for his purposes in the world. And people need to know that God has something for them. People need Jesus even if they don't know it. And we as the church are called to make that happen. So this Pentecost, let us commit ourselves to join Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit in his work of proclaiming Christ to the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray together. Almighty and loving God, we are grateful to gather today to worship and praise you. We are grateful to celebrate those who have worked and worshiped together and taught and guided and planned and comforted one another in Christian community. Especially we give thanks for our heritage mem members today 
those who have built this church family and nurtured it. We celebrate their faithfulness to Central Church. Lord, we know that we, like any family, don't always agree, but we do agree on the most important things, to love you, follow the example of Jesus, and to care for one another. We ask that you continue to bless and guide this church in the body of Christ, in the church universal, with the Holy Spirit, so that we might continue to grow in faith, share the good news of your grace, and be a blessing to the world. We pray for those who need Christian community. Help them look upon this example of love in this church and see what a blessing it is. Help them see beyond our human struggles to our desire to become more Christ-like together. And remind each of us that we were given community as a gift, not a burden. We ask that you bless those who struggle with the challenges of this life and provide for them all that they need physically, emotionally, and spiritually and guide our hearts and hands to help meet those needs. In thanksgiving and praise, we pray for peace in our world. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now as we take this time to recommit ourselves to God by our service and our gifts, I'll invite our ushers to come forward.
And now, Lord, as we offer ourselves and our gifts to your service, we ask that you bless and multiply them. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. As we move now to our time of communion, I invite you to turn in your hymnals to page 12 where you will find the liturgy for communion. And as we prepare this morning to receive a, a word of introduction and then a word of explanation, first a reminder that in the United Methodist Church we practice open communion, meaning anyone who seeks the grace God offers in this holy meal is welcome to receive it. So whether you are a member of our church or another church or no church at all, we hope that you will feel welcome to come and receive communion this morning. The way we'll receive this morning is the way we have the last couple of Sundays that we've celebrated communion if you've been here. But we will ask you to come at the usher's direction. The choir will come first and then the ushers will direct you to come by the side aisles. And at the end of each side aisle, there'll be servers standing there. um, One with two, rather, one with the chalice and one with the cup if you would like to receive communion using the traditional method of intinction. As you come forward, if you would hold out your hand, you'll be given a piece of bread. You can take the bread, dip it into the cup, and then take the two together in that way. And if you're more comfortable receiving communion uh, with our prepackaged communion uh, cup and wafer little packets that we've been using uh, through much of the pandemic, there'll be a third server there with a basket and you can get one of those if you like. We will also have uh, at the front, if you prefer uh, gluten-free bread, we do have gluten-free bread as well. And if you're more comfortable receiving communion where you sit, please just let one of the ushers know and we'll gladly bring communion to you in your pew. But we begin with a prayer of confession. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. 
Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Friends, one word I forgot during my words of explanation. After receiving communion, if you'd like to kneel in prayer at the altar, you're invited to do so. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. That is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth. In the beginning, your spirit moved over the face of the waters. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. Your spirit came upon prophets and teachers, anointing them to speak your word. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. At his baptism in the Jordan, your spirit descended upon him and declared him your beloved son. With your spirit upon him, he turned away the temptation of sin. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always, baptizing us with the Holy Spirit and with fire, as on the day of Pentecost. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, our Lord took bread 
gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. On the day you raised him from the dead, he was recognized by his disciples in the breaking of bread. And in the power of your Holy Spirit, your churches continued in the breaking of the bread and sharing of the cup. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, showing forth the fruit of the Spirit until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray together the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. The bread that we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. Will those who are serving this morning please come.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Friends, I invite you to stand as you're able for the benediction. Now, may the love of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you forever. Amen. Thank you.